This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. People are telling me on that heat index. 104, 105 is where they cut off. White Station did what now? Almost, they were up on Christian Brothers with eight seconds left, and Christian Brothers had the, basically a walk-off touchdown there on the Philly special. Oh, I heard it was a Philly special for CBHS. I didn't realize it was such in, came in such dramatic fashion. Didn't, didn't the end of a game. Christian Brothers recruit? Don't they, like, recruit players? And they barely beat in White Station? They having to pull out the Philly special to beat that White Station? <laughs> Damn, how the mighty have fallen. What are all, the, all those kids, uh, are football players leaving Memphis too? Like basketball? I, I don't know why they're, I don't think they're leaving Memphis. MUS certainly's got enough of them whooped Bartlett, look like. That's all the athletes must just go to Lausanne these days. Well, that, that was MUS. I don't know what Lausanne's. What I'm telling you is MUS got athletes, Lausanne got athletes. That's on CBHS. And folks ain't leaving town. They're going to have to up their recruiting football. Budget. Yeah, they're gonna have to expand the uh, or lower the uh, you know. Bro, we lost. White Station lost. In the end, they got the win. You can't seven, sit up here and though. dog CBHS too bad. Man, here. ain't they supposed to like blow out public school teams though? I mean, yeah, you, you know, White Station. But now Bartlett came back there. My understanding, they're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I guess what maybe maybe White State gonna be better than we think. Oh yeah. Well, or maybe Christian Brothers has just fallen. You know, eventually the wave crashes. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's what we're witnessing, sort of. Well, the guy I covered over there, that was the, he's at Lausanne now. LeCastro, he had that thing. We're starting to see that maybe this. LeCastro like, had that thing humming. Like Christian Brothers, like Syracuse, like it was all about Jim Beheim. It's all about LeCastro at Christian Brothers, and maybe it's not as strong as it was without him. Wait till they get Big Gabe, because he's in their feeder. Oh, is that right? He'll take them back. To the Halcyon days. I was proud. Once I was big Gabriel Sainz out on that field. I don't know who the White Station the head coach is. I have no idea who it is. So well, I'm, you should have come with. Yeah, you should. You should know. Whoever that, right? it is, kudos to you, man. I mean, you're not. You're not supposed to be able to. Uh, I assume it was there. I assume it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I drove past it on yeah. Friday night. They were. It was wild out there. It yeah, like, uh, a wild scene. What else is as new? it usually is? White Station competing with less. I'm proud of us, man. but but you can't sit up here and take a. Dump on Christian Brothers because they won the game. They did win, but they had to go to the Philly special. We didn't game plan for that. We didn't know what the hell was going on. Once the QB left the pocket, once he left behind the center, we're like, what the hell's going on? There's only eight seconds left in this game. You know, I didn't see it, but I, I know how the Philly special works. So, I mean, look, kudos to them for having the, uh, you know, balls to try that there with eight seconds left. And they executed it clearly. But I can only imagine the faces of the defense when the quarterback left the behind center, you know. Can you imagine them purple wave boosters if they had lost to us a little public school on Friday night? What some of the things would have been said? In, I think they should do private. it anyway. I think they should do it anyway. Whatever they to keep that same energy. You barely beat damn White Station, so it, it, it's a uh, 
it's a, it's a humbling. It's a humbling, no question about it. But shout out to the uh, White Station football team for. I mean, you led. You led for losing, for all, bro. You, you cannot you, you, get them respect. No, but against Christian brothers, it's like it's like if you. It's like when uh, you know, Appalachian State, like was like competing with Michigan. You know, I think they actually beat them. It's like that. You know, you're not supposed to do that in this day and age. Maybe back then. You know, back in the early 2000s when it wasn't so the advantages weren't so. It's Coach Conley at White Station. Coach Folks Conley is the man that you should credit. Lifetime to. extension for him. Thank you, Brother Johnson. For- well, I'm sure he'll be Xing that in. I'm sure he'll be the head coach of Christian Brothers next year. After that, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, shout out to Coach Conley, man. You're doing it big, repping rep, rep White Station proudly, making us go proud. Spartans. Go Spartans, go! All right, we'll come back, uh, do some respect burgers. Yep, I just gave one out to White Station football and Coach Conley, well deserved. Uh, we're gonna give out some more. When we come back, Jason and John. I just trying to family. Yes. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. This is no cap, no lie. I got emotional watching T. Morant get emotional talking about John Morant. It's true. And T. Morant did get emotional as he spoke to a group of New Orleans kids, a uh, camp down there uh, at New Orleans. And I believe it was actually the, one of the, uh, the Pelicans content guys that put out this video of T. Morant talking to this group of kids at this Up Next Elite camp again in New Orleans over the weekend. And it was what he said. We discussed it at the top of the show. We thought it was that important. The sort of accountability, the no spin. Uh, my son was the one that got himself into trouble rather than the 
world's out to get us, watch your back sort of approach to things. It was, no, this was on us, and it's not the people so much around you. Uh, it's your decision making. It's what we said the entire time. Uh, you know, Jock can't blame this on Devontae Pack. Can't blame it on anybody but yourself in terms of the decisions that you make. And to hear, again, T. Morant be so honest with these kids to a point. Again, I, and I think it was when he talked about this key. Always be mindful of every decision you all make because pretty much it will take over you. These keywords Consume you and make you think who you're not. Yeah, that's 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 how that came out. And I think, again, if you're talking about where John Morant was when the in those in that 10 week span where he goes on Instagram twice, it just felt like uh, I don't know the words you'd like to use above the law, don't care, whatever else, uh, a rebel, whatever else it was. Um, it looked like it had something had consumed him, and so respect to T I think for speaking this honestly and openly about it uh, uh, in front of kids who obviously look up to his son uh, who idolizes his son and probably got a joke off or two yeah. again my kid my kid's got a new John Morant meme every day and I can't wait till he's on the basketball court again and not on Instagram um, so we can move past this but and, and but I think the way you do truly is accountability uh, I never doubted that T was telling him the right things again you guys chalking up T's sideline annex to the you know, trying to assume that that means equates to bad father. Clearly, T. T. Morant's a good father, and clearly one who's telling his sons the right thing. And and I think from the emotion, I got, I, I get this scared by sort of when he, when you use words like consume you, where it could have headed, where things might be headed. Hopefully, they're back headed on the right track. And as I said in our open when we were discussing this in cap or no cap, I can't wait till this is Jaw's message out of his mouth to kids. Because when they hear it directly from the horse's mouth, I think it'll be so much more impactful. But I appreciate T going with the this is on us. I hope Jaws adopting it too rather than the world's out to get us. Uh, this is the way you, 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 you get better and you move forward. All right, moving on. Uh, respect Burger to Spain for winning the World Cup, their first ever. But more importantly to Olga Carmona, John, I'm not sure if you know her entire story but she ended up scoring the one goal that was scored against England to go up 1-0. That was uh, to give them the 1-0 result. Uh, she's the mid-back for Spain. And afterwards, she learned that her father had passed away. Now, he had been dealing with a sickness. Uh, she had had actually a tribute underneath her shirt, I think written on one of her undershirts, for one of her mom's friends who were sick. Had no idea that she was going to be, knew her father was sick, but had no idea she would be right. losing him during the game now she was the absolute uh star for them because she'd also scored us the 89th minute winner in their semifinal victory over sweden and to be able i mean a- after she's told about it obviously uh she goes out and tweets or shared on social media that these words without knowing it i had my own star before the game even started and talking about her father now again um you know, I, 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 I'm assuming she had no idea that she could come out of this thing without him, that she'd gone in knowing he was sick. Um, but to be able to play the way she did, I, I, I just try to picture myself being as focused and that much of a key piece in something when I've got a father or a mother, right, who raised me that's deathly ill. Can I focus? Could, could I do something like this? I, I, I You know, it, I think we can ask that question of all of all of ourselves. Can you when when you got something so tragic? My wife was telling a story yesterday. She's up in Knoxville at a a, a conference, and somebody came in late 
yesterday. They'd been dealing with a death in the family, had a, had a flight that was delayed four hours, and they get to the presentation 30 minutes late. They've got to present, still still on them. And she has a breakdown because of uh, the, her day, because she'd been late for it, because she's dealing with this death, and she breaks down and starts crying in front of in front of everybody. My wife's telling me the story last night, unable to compartmentalize clearly uh, what she'd just been through in terms of, okay, now it's time to work. And clearly, uh, in this case, you do it in a way that's extraordinary. Uh, Car- you know, Olga Carmona uh, in leading Spain to this first World Cup ever, losing her dad in the process. Uh, nothing but respect for the job that she did and obviously the job that Spain did in winning its first World Cup. Uh, another one that we touched on in the open, how could you not have more respect for Anthony Edwards if you watched any of these five exhibition games? Like, dude is the real deal, and now he looks like he wants it. I, I texted John something. I said, I said, respect, Burger, for Anthony Edwards' want to. His want to win this, his want to be a part of this, and his want to looks like bump up a level, level up. In terms of, uh, you know, Steve Kerr had said in training camp and everything else that Jalen Brunson was the leader, and after five games, your leading scorer, and the guy Kerr is now saying is the leader, uh, is Anthony Edwards. I think it's through five games now. I mentioned the 51% shooting. But it's 19.2 points. It was 34 points yesterday in helping them rally from a 16-point deficit. And like we said, it's not just what he's doing on the offensive end. He's obviously got all kinds of offensive skills, enough to put him in position maybe one day to be a face of this league, if not the face. But it was what he was doing defensively against the, you know, with, a, with an American team who's getting hammered on the boards. You know, Jaron and those guys getting hammered by the Germans. He goes in there late. Uh, key defensive play, key rebound comes down. Looked like he almost turned his ankle. Uh, but, but gets up and is able to play through it. He, I, I just have a new respect for Anthony Edwards. And, again, this is just the exhibitions, just a, a 5-0 and run through exhibition play. Can't wait to see what he does in terms of when it gets real next Saturday. But uh, Anthony Edwards maybe a threat to John Morant in terms of a future superstardom and face of the league. He, as we've been informed, has an Adidas deal right now, and Ja's got a Nike deal. That keeps you on top of the food chain as it is alone. But – uh, people can be coming for Anthony Edwards because he certainly seems like he's coming for greatness. And then finally, they don't get their due. Last year they made a sweet 16. This year they're ranked number 20 in the country. They just beat Ole Miss. Who am I talking about? Give it to me, John. I love putting you on the spot. I don't even know what sport you're on. That's what I'm getting at. They just beat Ole Miss. They went to the sweet 16 last year. Okay, well, okay, that, that could be women. It is women. Oh, my gosh. It's women. Yes. Uh, uh, Memphis women's soccer. Oh, okay. Memphis women's soccer. 1-0 victory over Ole Miss over the weekend. That's now 2-0. Ranked number 20 in the country. Picked again to win the American. Do you remember the yeah. run they made last yeah. year to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA yeah. tournament? Arkansas, I right? want to make sure. Was, they beat, they beat St. Louis. They beat somebody, Mississippi State, I thought. Okay. They beat and they lost to Arkansas. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Not, yeah, I think it was St. Louis, Mississippi State, to be on their way uh, to the Sweet 16. Don't let them off your radar. I'm here to keep them on your radar. Uh, again, the uh, the Memphis women's soccer team, nationally ranked number 20. They Actually, that, that's where they started. Uh, I haven't checked today to see if they've moved up. But they're off to a 2-0 start, got a 1-0 win over Ole Miss. That's a lot like, uh, hey, John, is that not like uh, White Station coming close to beating Christian Brothers there? Absolutely. When, when, when Memphis is just – Respect. Taking care of Ole Miss with all of their resources. Respect. No, no, we're a better soccer program than Ole Miss. That's what that proves. And a shout out to uh, to those Memphis, uh, those that Memphis women's soccer team that's nationally ranked, 
and nationally relevant. There you go. Uh, I'm going to have to give a disrespect, dog, and I and I know they feel me on this, to uh, the weather on the West Coast, dude. Not only, and I guess one of these things is not really weather, but you obviously have the tropical storm that's coming in, but they also had a 5.1 magnitude earthquake uh, yesterday, and there have been, I think, dozens of earthquakes, you know, in after that, you know, smaller ones. But, man, can you imagine what Memphis would be doing right now if that happened? Can you imagine just how devastating that would be for us? To have a tropical storm and earthquake, bro, we'd be out of commission for three months. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. Is there any doubt about that? Between a 5.1 magnitude earthquake and a tropical storm, have it at the same time? Just hope it never happens to you. Oh, we built the FedEx Forum earthquake-proof, didn't we? In 2003. It ain't 2023 earthquake-proof, though, is it? It's just going to shake like jello. It's still going to be there. Maybe the uh, maybe the new renovated, you know, the renovated joints will be uh, will be fine. Right, we'll we'll 2023 earthquake proof it. Man, stay safe out there. You're seeing like all the water, like Dodger Stadiums, like underwater, underwater. and like Vegas. You see all the standing water. I mean, it, they don't have the drainage for this, bro. I know because they haven't had like a tropical storm yeah. in 80 something years. The same so, thing in Hawaii with the with yeah. the, the the hurricane that nearly missed them. No doubt. So it's man, been years. Disrespect dog to the weather. It's just and in Memphis, it's a heat advisory. There's just anywhere you go, there's no safe space. For you in this world anymore, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, that's, tell your man Trump. That's who it's going to. Uh, I am not getting into the political statements with you. This is about you got a direct line to him. This is about weather. Uh, Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about the NFL preseason Titans and more. Jason and John, I just turn FM, ESPN. The Odyssey app allows you to rewind. Yes, rewind 92.9 anytime. Download the Odyssey app free through the App Store and follow 92.9 FM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN.
joins us every single Monday here on the show as our crowd goes wild. Uh, and he is here now. Fitz, were you uh, were you in Nashville for the proceedings this weekend with uh, the greatest of all time, Leo Messi? No, I was not. Uh, had a lot of friends at that game. Like, that was a hot ticket, and, you know, I got to give Nashville SC a lot of credit. I was on the radio in Nashville when they first announced that franchise was even coming in. And it's amazing to see what at the time was questioned on whether or not it could be built into something in the city has now become, you know, a stellar part of the experience of Nashville. Every single game is wild and it's always hard to get a ticket to. It's become a cultural phenomenon. But then you add the messy part on part on top of it. Uh, it was from all, uh, all accounts and everybody there. It was a wild night. I don't know how I feel about throwing out fireworks for the opponent when they score. Like, I, I, I know he's a legend, but, man, that's just a little hard for me. But, yeah, it was, it was a phenomenon. But it wasn't big enough to get you back home for it. So, therefore, I think we have to say that it was definitively not the biggest thing that's ever come to Nashville. I mean, if it was, <laughs> you would have been there. I, I, don't have, I don't think there's much doubt about that. Uh, look, the other part of it is, I mean, uh, will history really remember that moment? Is some, uh, like, there's still a lot of chapters left to be written on this. Like, I understand the, the importance of what they're building, and I understand the importance of Messi to a last-place team in MLS. But, like, I don't know that I necessarily understand that we're, we're blowing this thing up like it's you know, going to be remembered for the rest of time. I think it might be just a little bit, little bit of uh, delusions of grandeur. Yeah, that's a, yeah, in terms of, you know, we were trying to discuss this, does this lead to, you know, other guys coming over to MLS and other stars coming over to MLS and all that. I just, I just wonder if we're just looking at a, a, a unique situation here and, um, you know, it, it, it's going to be whatever it is. I, uh, we're trying to find whatever the proper perspective. You said it's this messy phenomenon. You know, is it is it is it a great coming down to AAA? You know, in Major League Baseball, like how 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 great is what he's doing? Ten goals in seven games at this level. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty fair analogy. Uh, but will it lead to other players coming over? I, I don't think so. Long term, plus. MLS, and, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people really like talking about in MLS circles, but uh, I, I say this gently, like there's a portion of MLS that for several years has been operating almost like a Ponzi scheme in the way that, in, in this sense, let me clarify before anybody freaks out, uh, in the sense that most of these teams aren't making money, so where they've been making money is on their expansion fees. Mm-hmm. At some point, you can continue to add teams and then you charge them a bunch of money and everybody's making back money from it. But like each of these franchises is going to have to figure out how to independently become a profitable, self-sustaining business that everybody's going to love for 20, 30 years. I don't know that we're really at that spot with MLS. So the other part that makes it difficult for the biggest of the big to come over is how many teams would actually have the money, could spend the money and would make the money back to do that. Like there aren't a lot of messies. This is, the equivalent of back in the day, you know, a, a Tom Brady going to play in the European Football League, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a phenomenon, but I don't think that every team can afford a Messi and still make any money. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's a, it's a unique in terms of what what he was given, and they got, you know, I, I guess it really comes down to you know in the in the ambition of of Major League Soccer, and that's what I, I that's what I can't answer. I mean, because you have such a with all the other American leagues we have, it's pretty clear that they already are. The, the the best they have they have they have the best offer of, of anybody in the world and that is just so clearly not true of MLS I mean so I just I don't like where do you live in that universe can you be like second to the Premier League is that what you aspire to be like I, I don't know if that's the case you know maybe you try to do this but I, I don't know that that is the case for them 
Yeah, and I think the other the hard part about it is like culturally, as, as much as we constantly talk about the growth of soccer uh, in America and, and the youth explosion of soccer in America, those are all very true things. But at the end of the day, America as a country loves to be the best at everything that we support at the highest possible level, right? Like so, to your point, uh, kids that grow up that are soccer fans right now aren't necessarily growing up with huge ties to MLS clubs. They're still growing up like so many people do with Premier League attachments, right? So what changes that culturally? I don't know. And by the time that changes culturally, uh, you know, are any of these people still owners of teams? It, it's, it's a really interesting challenge because MLS has so many hoops to jump through to, to eventually try and find themselves in the same conversation as MLB or NFL or college football. or anything. Like the, the gap between where they are and where they want to be is pretty substantial for the teams that are doing very well. It's awesome. But like for, there are plenty of teams that are sort of hanging on by the skin of their teeth. So I don't, I don't know, you know, the, the presumption is soccer is going to be huge in mm-hmm. 25 years. Haven't we been saying that for over a decade? I, the growth is great, exactly. but it, it's a lot closer to the WNBA than it is the NFL. Right well, now. It, it sort of feels like we have to sort of be first to something um, in America, you know, and that's, we have to sort of have a monopoly on it, and if we don't have a monopoly on it, we tend to not really care that much about it, <laughs> you know. And, then, and and we were so far behind. I mean, you know, hundreds of years behind on caring about soccer that you know it's just I you know if it gets there, great. Uh, but I don't think anybody is is uh, is wasting a whole lot of time on it. Now on to uh, the NFL preseason. Malik Willis got the whole game, the whole game over the weekend. What did you think? Yeah, I, I hate everything about what their what their plan is right now. You know, I just I, I can't even mince words to it. Like, why are you giving Malik Willis those those reps, those opportunities? Like, what's the what's the end plan? And that's what I don't understand right now. And if you're telling me that Will Levis isn't ready at all, then boy, you better have had a lot of conversations with Will because, as I keep saying, he's not going to get reps once the season starts. Like. I think the Titans are a much better football team than the national media is giving them credit to be, which means Ryan Tannehill is going to be your quarterback all year. Mm-hmm. So every single rep that Will Levis doesn't get today is going to be one week of extra rust he's going to have to knock off next year if and when he starts to get reps, right? So, And if the argument is the kid needs to play, when are you going to get him the opportunity to do that? Like, you're about to hit meaningful football. I, Malik Willis is not part of the Titans' future. It, it, at least he shouldn't be if they turned around and invested a second-round draft pick in Will Levis. So I hate the strategy by the Titans. I don't understand what they're doing. I only hope that they're communicating it so vividly to Will Levis and Will's people that there's no doubt on it. Because as I've said to you before, and as I will say loudly for anyone that hasn't heard me say it, the knock I've heard from several people that have been around Will Levis is that He's the type of person that takes things really personally, and he doesn't shake them off quickly. So if you're not giving him reps, you're putting Malik Willis in, I think you're, you're, you're killing the confidence of the kid right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the Titans' plan at all. Are they, do, are they featuring him because he's on the because uh, you're trying to trade him? Would you yeah, buy well, that? Would you buy yeah. that to get him out of the – to your point all about Levison and get him out of there because you know Tannehill's going to play all season. You're hoping you don't have to go to Levis this year. But to your point, I mean – you know, every rep matters. Are are they? I don't. I, I'm starting to buy that, Fitzy. That maybe they are. They're trying to trade him because you can't go into this season with all three of them. It just yeah, kills well, Levis's confidence. If if you're if if that's the chess game they're playing, boy, they're still playing with fire because you're right. You that maybe that helps. Playing. Maybe that helps uh, Malik's trade value at some point. But again, you just took away 
how many plays mm-hmm. that, that could have been there for Will Levis to have to get a little sure. rhythm and to get a little better coaching? Like, I it's just he sees he will see so little action during practice, yep. even right. Yep. Like, I, I think we also undervalue that sometimes. Young guys aren't getting a ton of throws, especially behind a guy like Tannehill that likes to control the pace of practice. So, like, I just I don't understand where you yep. think Will is going to get better if you're the Titans in that process. You're right, uh, but but what are we talking about from Malik Willis? Like. The ceiling on a trade for him is probably a conditional pick. Oh, yeah. You maybe it. a sixth rounder, right? So, like, uh, okay, is it worth that? Is it is it worth making Will Levis worse for a sixth rounder instead of a seventh rounder? Not to me. No, you're right. And you're right to question the plan. I'm with, I'm with you 100%. So what do you think of the Colts' plan with Anthony Richardson obviously going to start him? I think John and I fundamentally agree that you spend a first rounder on a guy you need to play them, but I did uh, with the caveat of I think there are instances some quarterbacks who haven't played a ton in college where they could benefit from watching. So I've I've thought that Richardson is one of those guys that could benefit. That said, they're going to start him. They didn't play him in the se- in this preseason game. What have you thought of just their plan with him? Yeah, I, I think it's a little interesting with the preseason aspect of it, but he has to play, and he has to play because he just man he needs he needs reps. He needs games under him, like the up and down things that we saw at college or even in part there because he just needs experience, right? And so, you know, I, I think it can work a lot to have a young guy sit and learn. I think that can be a great thing. But a lot of those young guys that sit and learn were at least around college enough or they played enough in college that they have some idea. Mm-hmm. I, the, the jump for Anthony Richardson is so huge. And, the you know, this was the constant draft conversation, floor versus the ceiling, right? Like, he had the best ceiling of anybody that was picked but also has the worst floor. So, if, if you're the Colts, man, you better start getting all the, the, the weird stuff out now, the bad stuff out now. Like, I think what the Colts are really telling you is that they understand that this season is lost. This season is about only one thing. The one thing that the Colts need to worry about this year is can they get Anthony Richardson better? And, you know, and Jonathan Taylor helps tremendously with that if they can get him in, right? Like, yep. because having that running back there to help with an offense that's probably going to look a little different because Anthony Richardson can run the football – then you can get a much more dynamic idea of who you are. But, I mean, we're looking at the living, breathing example of what happens when guys like him don't play to me is Trey Lance. And now by the time that Trey Lance is getting any opportunity to yeah. play, he flat out stinks, right? So now what, what have the 49ers done? So if I'm, if I'm the Colts, I'm playing Anthony Richardson, and I'm just telling my fan base, hey, this year, not going to be good. Next year could kind of be rough. The year after that, we're going to hit our stride, and we'll know if we have our quarterback. We're talking to Jason Fitz, joins us every Monday here on the show. You're a Vegas guy, so there's uh, not many people in the world that understand marketing better than you. I don't know if you saw what Memphis football is doing for their, uh, you know, to boost some sales, but they basically have like a, they're not calling it this, they're calling it win together, but it's basically Fitz like put a money line parlay on Memphis football at home. So the way it works is you buy a $60 ticket for their opener against Bethune-Cookman, and if they win, you get a free ticket to the next home game. And if they win the next home game, you get a free ticket to the home game after that, and so on and so forth. So there's a chance that you spend 60 bucks and you get season tickets for all of Memphis football. What do you think of that idea? I, I literally saw it earlier, and I texted my buddy Mike Golick Jr., and I said every single school should learn this and take this, right? Wow. I, this is, I, I think it's brilliant. I think what you're doing is you're giving your – you're giving families the opportunity to turn around and say, hey, 
let's let's take the the whole family to this one game, and it's too much. This one game, right? But if it rolls, this can be exciting, right? Like uh, if I'm Connecticut, for example, which has a football program, they're trying to to justify growing uh, to be to the level that their basketball program is. If I'm Vegas and I'm trying to UNLV, trying to fill Allegiant, places like that, my God, I think this is a brilliant idea by them, and it gives them the opportunity to get people in the door. That's what we, That's we right. have to remember in the new college football landscape for every single team that is not likely to ever really be in the playoff conversation, then you better be in the experience conversation. Better be able to get people to come out and want to be a part of the culture that is your football program. And that, like, this feels to me like it's culture builder. It's a, it's a home run to me. I love it. You know, um, Sankey. Uh, Commissioner of the SEC had some some pretty ominous words around here and talking about revisiting, and it's common sense that they would, you know, revisiting the college football playoff format that was what intended for twenty twenty four. Um, what's it going to look like, Fitz, when all these big boys get together and say we don't need that that spot for the little guy anymore? The all the you know these six automatic qualifiers. No, 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 we're not doing this. What what, what do you think is going to happen with this? And when they're all said and done, where those will those still be that spot for the you know? That, that team outside the power structure. I got, I got fear that there won't be. I don't think there will be. I think they're going to push hard for a committee to select the 12 best wherever they come from, and they're going to make conference championships not even a part of that conversation. It'll be a factor, but it won't be an automatic. They're, they're going to let a committee sit down and decide just like they have. You know, Number one, committees are good for ratings and uh, you know how, how often as much as people yell about the committee how often have we seen you know ESPN broadcast pa- partners love having that that uh, Tuesday night show that gets people talking about college football yep. so uh, I, I think he knows that and then the other part of it is what you're going to see right now and I, I keep using a couple of schools as an example but you're going to see the protection of Oklahoma Texas Wisconsin schools like that that are good enough to be in the conversation but not every year, right? Mm-hmm. And so what do you do to protect your teams that make you a ton of money and maybe have a huge fan base but aren't likely to win their conference very often? You need more wild card spots. And so yep. what you're going to see is the opportunity. And just like we see in the NFL, NFL coaches rarely get fired if they make a wild card, right? Like So administrators, athletic directors, coaches, they're all going to be pushing for the more wild card spots possible, the better. Because realistically – if you're Luke Fickle and you're out here and you took this, this job and you really want Wisconsin to be your spot, well, if you can make the playoffs once every three years, four years, you're going to keep your job. But the only way you're doing that is if a committee picks 12 uh, and, and it really it's going to be up to them to decide 12 best. That, the, the Memphises of the world are about to be lost in this equation, I believe. Damn. We, we can't go off on we that both note, Fitz. We both I know. Mean, we can't. We He's can't. Right. We, we got to figure out a way to brighten this segment up. So how about those Raiders, man? <laughs> I, 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 I just wish the preseason counted. That's all. I mean, if the preseason counted, Josh McDaniels would have a lifetime contract. Uh, well, here's the one thing I'd say, and I don't care what team you're rooting for, but yeah, we'll use the Raiders as the example. I will say this: what you should, the only thing you can take away, more than wins and losses, is. Who's the aggressor, right? Who looks fast? Who looks like they're attacking the football? Who looks like they're playing like they give a damn? Whether it's the second string, the third string, I don't care. Who looks like they're, they're fundamentally attacking the football? And even though the Raiders last year were undefeated in the preseason, they didn't look that way. This year, honestly, defensively particularly, they do. And they've got guys that can truly attack the football. And that's whether you're, whether you're watching the Cowboys or the Titans, it doesn't matter. 
you got to look at your team right now in the preseason above me on the wins and losses and say who looks explosive and who looks like they're on the same page. I, I'm stunned at how good the Raiders have looked in those two preseason games. And truly, I, I mean, I, I came in, if you'd asked me a week and a half ago, I'd have told you it was a five-win team. It feels like it's a heck of a lot closer to an eight-win team that, you know, is, is sitting there on the cusp trying to do something because they're playing explosive football. And that's, that's all any of us can ask for as fans. Fitzy, do you have less respect for a fellow Raiders fan when he bets the under on your <laughs> season win total? I think the number was six and a half in your Fellow, apparently, a Raider fan here took the under. I did. I did. Look, I can be the biggest fan in the world, but I still like money. So, you know, <laughs> hey, like, profit first, right? You know, this is the, the reason so many fans make that bet, too, is that if you bet the under and you lose that bet, you're okay with you it. You feel it means okay. your team was yep. better than it should have been. Yep. Like, yep. you're protecting the hurt. Who hurts you? But you're protecting it. I'll be mad. I'll actually be super pissed because it's only going to be the number six and a half. They're only going to go over it by a, a half a game. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super pissed because I'm gonna have lost out on that money and I'm gonna have lost that on the chance to uh, draft uh, Kayla Mills. Fitzy tells you every week then, stop dreaming. And then about on that. Monday you're gonna come in here and you're gonna say another year of Josh McDaniels. Get ready and it's just mm. gonna, it's gonna be the worst you know wham bam thank you ma'am of my life. Here's the one thing that I would tell you though like. At the end of the day, what I think we're going to learn, because we keep talking about the Bengals and the Bills and the Chiefs, rightfully so. I think what we've already seen in the preseason that we're going to learn throughout the course of this season is that the Ravens are really good. The Steelers yep. are really good. The Chargers are really good. Like We're going to go across the board, and we're going to find out that there are genuinely this year probably 10, maybe 12 playoff-worthy teams in the AFC. No question. When that happens, man, I'd much rather be close to that conversation then, then finish the year, look around, and be like, man, there are 10 or 11 teams that are just light years ahead of where I, my favorite team is as a franchise. Absolutely. Fitz, you're, you're the, the best, best man. Thanks for doing this every week. Appreciate it, boys. Have a great week. Yep. Too. He is Jason Fitz. Joins us every Monday here on the show. Yeah, there is uh, absolutely no two ways about it. I just told you you win eight games this year. That will mean nothing to me. What does that mean? It means you lost the bet. Exactly. That's all that means. Was that a unit? Uh, that's a that's a two unit play for for the season, for the season. You will be angry. I will be so mad. It won't be a deal. Like yeah, yeah, I lost the money, but we're going to the playoffs. No, you'll actually oh, be mad. Somebody gonna get hurt. I don't know who it's gonna be. Your dog. Don't be in my way if that happens. So if there's there's always ways to hedge that if you're worried about it though. You know what I'm saying? Like there's ways to, if you get to the sixth game and it's like the last game of the season and the Raiders are like 21 point underdogs you could just bet the point spread and maybe hit both you know what I mean yeah. there's always ways to hedge that if you get to that point and you don't feel good about the bet anymore but okay. I have the Raiders under I have the Commanders under Patriots under have the Patriots under and then I have the um Falcons over this season you got four so far four that's it that's all I got for uh, future bets. And then I have, like, some uh, long shots, like, you know, Burrow to win Offensive Player of the Year. But, of course, he's on oh, one leg. Is that a long shot? It's guess, like, guess. Plus, plus, it was 33-1, to 1, so 200 wins 6,600. So, uh, it's a long shot, brother. It's, it's, it's Did le- you take that after he got hurt? No. Is that what you're saying? No, it was before. Wow. Didn't yeah. You? Uh, it's, it's, it's less a long shot, though, of, of Germany winning the World Cup. And you saw how close maybe they are to that. I mean, they're not, you know, they're now down to plus 1,600 or plus 1,500. But when I bet it, it was plus 35. So, 
You know, I don't know. It's all it all changes, man. It's all fluid. You know, it's like anything else. It's like Madden ratings. It doesn't matter. They can just change them. The Madden ratings used to be immortalized. Mm-hmm. Like there was no way to update those rosters. Yep. You know, back in the day, day. Now it's like if if somebody has a great week that was like a seventy four the week before, they'll be like an eighty four the next week. It's like it doesn't matter. It's fluid. It's ever changing. Which is the way it yeah, should but be. It should be that way because you got rookies coming in Agreed. all the time. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100. I'm just saying, like it, like it used to mean whatever your ma- whatever your Madden rating was, it was like no matter what, that was who you were for the whole all year, year on that game. Right, right. You know, unless you customize flyers and all that. Anyway, getting off topic here. We'll come back, wrap this up on a Monday. Jason and John, I just trying to film ESPN. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.